better be good, Leo. We're shutting up for you. It'll always be good. (laughs) And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that time of the week. The Game Dev Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Larry Charles. And of course, of course, I left him in the forest, but he had Google Maps. Mr. Brandon Fan. Yeah, I found you, Larry. And we are bringing back Alden, Leo, and for the first time, Visa. How are you guys doing? Hey, Visa. What's up, Alden? What's up, Leo? Uh, doing okay. Welcome. This this is a very special episode, Larry. Uh, it's our first roundup of uh, more than one guest. We have three total guests, so five people in this conversation. So we'll do our best to balance everything. And specifically, our topic is from California to Texas, working in the game industry. And we'll discuss the differences, and we might go off topic and whatever. So let's go ahead and begin. First question. How? Why the hell did you guys leave California? <laughs> Why'd you leave us, most Seriously. importantly? <laughs> Cost of living. It's crazy living over there in California. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not kidding, man. So. Well, like, without going into numbers, like, can you explain, like, percentage-wise and give an idea of what the differences can be? I mean, you can pretty much, like, slice it in half. I know, like, it can be Damn. different for anybody else, but there's Damn. not only cost that affects it, but what's Damn. awesome about Texas is there's no state tax in Texas. So your paycheck's, like, way bigger than what you would expect somewhere in California. Mm. That's and I guess, tax. Yeah, which which is awesome. I know you guys kind of kind of speak to, to some of that too, but the, the cost of living, it'd be impossible to own or live in a house in California, especially like in LA or Marina del Rey area or anything like that. Like it's, you're looking at two or three million dollar homes for a little shack out in those areas. You know, yeah. Like out out here, you can actually like, hey, I can have a garage and do stuff with and park my car in it and stuff. So Damn. and put my feet up. Yeah, <laughs> when I sleep, I own. I, I own my place and I'm paying less monthly than I was for my two bedroom apartment oh in Silver uh, City. <laughs> so let me ask you this then, Fisa. How much more square footage do you have in the place that you own that is more less value or excuse me, less expensive than your two bedroom it's, apartment? It's double. Oh, and that's not in the yeah. yard. Yeah. <laughs> I have two apartments. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Fisa, yeah. congratulations. Uh, very happy for you. Very happy for you too. <laughs> <laughs> the only weird amazing. thing for me is that I live. We live kind of in like north, north, north Austin. It's like the Irvine of Austin. So we're in the burbs. Oh, so yeah. the nice part. So not only do you own your home, but you own your home in the nice part of Austin. Yeah, but for a single lady in like Familyville, it's a little different. But. Okay, I hear you on that one. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you buy a big ass house. I know. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Fisa, look, uh, I will be there next week. I, yeah, no, just <laughs> with all awesome. our family. With your, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> all my notes. Well, how, how's the how's the weather over there? Like, is that tolerable? You guys it's are basically have AC pretty hot. Yeah. Like, how hot right now? I, I think it was a heat index of like 105 today or something Jeez. like that. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it's Calabasas temperatures. It's pretty hot. Everybody kind of fights for a parking space in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> My air conditioning doesn't work when I first get in the car. It's like so hot. Oh damn. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You need to get that looked at. 
Hey, you have to everybody. Come on. Damn, Leo. I'm driving to lunch from now on. <laughs> All right, so I, I think now's a good time. Hey, gonna... did that get recorded? Yeah, Leo lost unintended weight in your car. Yeah. So <laughs> Sweating up. Now's a good time to tell the audience. So before you get too far into this podcast, I just want to let everyone listening know all of us worked together previously at Spark Unlimited. That's where we met. Brandon, myself, Leo, Fisa, and Alden. We all worked together on Lost Planet 3. We became great friends. So this roundtable may get a little comical, may get a little off topic, but sit through five great friends talking to each other about why you should pick up and move to Texas now. <laughs> Brandon, dude, I just your username, Golden Boy. Hey, man. <laughs> That's like an old username. I don't even see myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden Boy, yeah. That's about right. Brendan was an Oscar De La Hoya fan and wanted to be the first Asian champion of boxing. What? No, I've seen that anime. Yeah. I know what it is. the anime, yeah. I don't think it has to do with Mexican boxers, Larry. (laughs) I said Asian. First Asian boxer. The first Asian boxer. And Oscar De La Hoya is not Mexican. Yeah, Leo. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. It's from LA, is, is, is he Mexican or not? No, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Actually, that sounded right. East LA sound. man. No, I actually he he might be Mexican. I don't know. I thought he was. I thought he was Puerto Rican. That's racist. No, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look it up. It, when I heard Oscar De La Hoya, I didn't say to myself, "Well, what type of Spanish is this guy? What type of you know what I mean?" Like I just like, oh, okay, Oscar De La Hoya. That was it. Oscar yeah. DeLoya has nothing to do with Brandon's username. <laughs> right, you know what? Just like, to settle the debate. It's the furthest thing from that. It is Asian, though. Yeah. So I'm right. So what's your problem? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Oscar DeLoya, I'm vein. very sorry. He's a Mexican-American boxer. Former boxer. Uh-huh. So it is Mexican. There goes Larry. His credibility's gone. I, I didn't know. I, I never questioned it. We learned something new tonight. Well, like, before... before um, before everything, like uh, you guys, obviously have worked in different states before, uh, California included. Um, would you say California would be the highest, and then Texas would be the lowest, or uh, how do you rank all the states that you guys lived in and worked at? In terms of what, though? Just in terms of cost of living, in terms of uh, you know happiness, <laughs> living there. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of it can affect. Uh, you know, well, yeah. You know. I, I don't know about these guys, but um, you can't say Texas. You have to say Austin. Because Austin. Once you leave Austin city limits, it's then it a becomes Texas. Different landscape, man. <laughs> okay. Completely different. Do you um, have any personal experience stepping well, out of the Austin area? Well, I mean, there's a lot of like small towns like outside of Austin. So once you get into those places, it's like. I guess lower paying jobs and mm-hmm. people on farms and stuff, middle of nowhere. It starts to look more like the Midwest to me anyway. Right. And I know there's people that like the Midwest, but I, this is as close to the Midwest as I'll ever live. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I, don't mean, I mean, like, there's a lot of game development, uh, you know, meccas, right? There's the Austin area, it's obviously Los Angeles. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle. Is there anywhere else in Texas that has a strong game development community? Dallas. Dallas? It's not as big as here, but they do have a few studios up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's up there. Yeah, they have a uh, gearbox. Gearbox. Well, Other ones are. Oh, Ensemble used to be up there. Uh, well, how is the, the drinking community for game developers down there? That's what I want to know. Brandon's asking like real questions. <laughs> I want to know the fun stuff. You mean like Kool Aid or what do you mean? <laughs> the Kool Aid's just yes, out. I've been drinking the Kool Aid for the last three years. I don't do it anymore. I was talking about beer, dude. And to me, honestly, this area is where all the veterans go and retire and like have families and stuff like that. Okay. Everybody, like most people that, that we work with, like there are some young people, but a lot of them are like older people that have been in the industry for years upon years, decided to like have a family, come out here and kind of just just live on and keep working in games, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. And like what's cool about like at least where we're at is like there's no crunch. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like a humongous advocate of, like of actually speaking with, like all of us hate crunch, right? But there's not much we can do about it besides yeah. like not go to companies that crunch your balls off. That's yeah. the only thing we can possibly do, right? Yeah. So this this is like a company that I fully support. I'm just like they don't crunch people. I can get behind that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They also let people like if I think during graduation there were a ton of people who left to watch their kids graduate from kindergarten. They left work to go do that, and then oh, come back. Yeah. I guess it's cool, but I was like, "Man, where's my, where's my <laughs> Hey, look, my puppy just graduated from Petco Smart School. You know, it's a big yeah. deal for me. I'm gonna be there. I'll be out for two hours. Is that a more company specific, or is it just Texas? Uh, I mean, Austin. They just treat uh, work-life balance better. It's That's our studio. Yeah, it's it's our studio. There's so many like old industry vets that they're pro. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. look around and you look at people's monitors. You're like, holy crap, that's insane. You know, it's that type of thing where they they know everybody knows what they're doing. They're all like professionals, and mm-hmm. even like up to the owner, he's he wants to have that work life balance and he wants to right. disseminate that to everybody, which which is cool. And a, a lot of studios are kind of like slowly adopting that as you see people kind of restructuring the studios and stuff and the smaller ones start to grow you kind of see them adapting to, to some of that yeah because i mean i i have the like a full list of studios that i will not go work for i was like their, their products are awesome but i know they crunch people like way too hard oh damn mm-hmm. yeah, yeah me too it'd be the same list yeah it is the same list <laughs> like scratched into the back of your arm the cool thing about where we're at is that we get to because we're a third party studio and we do a lot of uh, multiplayer maps we get to work on a lot of cool games yeah gotcha and it's the turnover is a lot quicker so our portfolio and we get to see how they make all those other games because you're like oh wow that's cool how do they do that and then the next game comes up it's pretty cool that's awesome the only thing that's frustrating is the NDA and not being able to yeah, sure, say sure. <laughs> so, that's been frustrating these past two E3s when you you're you you just can't say anything. Whereas before in other studios you could go, Oh, I worked on that and I worked on that and I worked on that. But, exclusive on so Game what's, Dev Chain. What's I'm about guys, to reveal every project that we're working on for the next five years. Oh, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, let me tell you something, actually. Uh, a lot of people didn't know this, but contracts say you can't say 
what games you're working on. But you're allowed to write it down and show it to me on camera so yeah. that I can say it. Nice. <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna do it like that. We'll totally that work. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say in the contract you can't no, just kidding. And in the latest game, certain affinity fires. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not get anybody fired here. Uh oh, Fisa's writing something down. It's a it's a middle finger drawing, and it says yeah. Larry. <laughs> let's see. You're making art. Ah, oh, there you burn. go. Burn. <laughs> burn. Oh man. Spelled comma wrong. <laughs> Lisa, so for all the people who aren't watching on Twitch, where we actually record this live and stream it when we record, uh, Fisa took a piece of paper and wrote Yo Mama. So <laughs> it's great to hear that her whole studio apparently is working on my mama. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah, that was directed to Larry, so. That's the code name. That's pretty good rough. Code name Yo Mama. <laughs> Wilder Valderrama and MTV have come together to make a game that... exclusive for PlayStation 4.5. Oh man! You know, what I will say about because uh, I've lived in Austin before. Okay. This is a place where I wouldn't mind moving back and forth between here and LA. Like okay. staying here for a while and then moving back to LA and then maybe coming back here. There's just, I mean. It's not the same kind of nature here, but they have a lot of like cool like places you can go that are pretty close to the city. Okay. But in the past, I lived here in like 2001 and 99. Mm-hmm. Going to those same trails today is kind of like going to a trail in LA. Like when you go to like uh, Runyon Canyon and it's almost like uh, going to Disneyland when you're trying to do that hike. Some, some of the places here are like that now too. <laughs> but... That's that's a cool part about coming here. It's a little bit smaller, and uh, you, you, I think you can handle it here for probably if if you're single, probably like uh, maybe three or four years. Okay. I would until you're like, okay, I've exhausted everything. I want some more culture. Mm. It is a small, small city, a small big city, if that makes any sense. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it's so cheap where you can just spend five bucks for a house and go back to LA and. Yeah, Fisa, yeah. can't you just buy another house and like, you know? Oh, like, yeah. oh. going out here, I could probably. I'm fine on spending twenty, like maybe twenty five bucks on alcohol for the whole night, and wow. that's cool. Yep. Twenty five bucks. Is that no state tax thing cannot that's, be overlooked, man. That no state tax is crazy on a paycheck. So everything is just much cheaper too, then. Until and you not discussing. I'm until you buy a convertible. <laughs> They put it into uh, they put it into the toll roads, but they also put it into the houses. Yeah, my uh, when you buy a house here, your taxes are based on how much your house is worth, not how much you bought it for. So, mm-hmm. like my mortgage went up a hundred dollars a month, and I'd only been here ten months because mm. the price of the house has gone up. That's kind of freaky. Yeah, yeah, so it's only a hundred bucks a month, and you're complaining. <laughs> it went up. It went months. up an extra hundred bucks a month. So, so it's like two hundred dollars per month now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For your mortgage. But it is. It's interesting how that works. So when you, like, I remember when I went to buy a house, I didn't like go to the max. I kind of went. I guess that would be a good piece of advice to, to not go to your max. Go to like 
a lower bracket because eventually you're gonna you're you're gonna catch up. I think. Right. I don't know. Like I I went to the accounting because I thought there was like an error in my paycheck. Mm. That's how much. <laughs> like when I split the That's how honest Alden is. I was like, is this <laughs> <laughs> I just take half of this back. This is too much. He's yeah. either honest or really scared. Yeah, I, <laughs> those I, are the. <laughs> I'm, I'm a no, <laughs> All I'm this in is Austin, mine? Texas, right now. <laughs> I gotta be really careful around here. <laughs> That's yeah. really cool. So, what are some of the first things that you noticed right away? Uh, yeah. As far as like, wow, I'm in Austin now. This is legit. Like armadillos running around your backyard. Like, what are what are some of the like Austin only things that you have to look forward to besides oh. state tax? Besides you know what I mean? Like, just tell me about some of the charm of the area. Yes. Yeah. I think this happened to you, too. My first month or two here. Well, the first thing I thought was um, when I would leave work, it was still daylight outside okay. and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have enough time to, like, go and do stuff. Like, I'm not coming home at midnight or something. This is yeah. weird. But the, the other thing was I would drive on the freeway and I would start looking for, like, the the I-10 to go to Santa Monica and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it would take me, like, 20 seconds to realize, oh, wait a minute. I'm in the middle of Texas. There's no oceans here. Like, mm. I'm, I'm not in L.A. anymore. It took me a little while to realize that and stop trying to turn toward the ocean. Those highways are empty it's like a zombie apocalypse over here compared to la damn that's probably why they filmed it all over there (laughs) (laughs) they didn't need to clear anything they just let's just start shooting (laughs) live music and barbecue come on Mm. oh i'm down down. yeah i guess if you're a vegetarian austin would suck There's no So they just have live music everywhere, just every every bar, every everything. Just people yeah, just play music all the time. Yeah, there's there's a lot of places that have live music, which is pretty cool. Um not a lot of big like just local talent music people come through. Yeah, but there's local talent and um smaller stuff comes through here. But yeah, it's cool. You can go downtown and see like probably every kind of music you would want to see mm. in one night just walking around down there. Oh, downtown. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They got these really cool barbecue places where you can wait two to four hours in line before you eat. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. Is it because it's so limiting or just the best places are always just busy Both. like that? Both? Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be the best barbecue in the, in the world. It's called Franklin's. Franklin's. There's like a two, a two or three hour wait and people like tailgate it. They'll bring Dude, like I waited eight food. hours. I waited eight hours. You waited eight hours to eat? Wow. A woman in front of us in line got so drunk she could not stand up. She passed <laughs> out and she was completely sober by the time she got up there to order. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fans were like pushing her, like me, keeping her going in the line. I don't know. They probably didn't she come so much. She was like, uh, I'll have the half rack. Uh, do you guys want some sides? <laughs> what are you thinking? Mac and, che- mac and cheese, please. Eight hours. But she did I mean, fall on her face twice. Oh damn! So, yeah. Is that the live 
live music that you were talking about? Just live shows happening? <laughs> People falling apart in front of you in line for eight hour wait. That's crazy. That means like you you're if you're planning to go for dinner, you went in for breakfast and you just sat there for eight hours. Oh yeah, they're they're out by two o'clock. They don't have any more. Jeez. Mm, so like yeah. what's 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 the population in Austin? Like it sound, you guys sound you keep it's, saying small big city. Like what's the? It's a little over a million. Okay. A million people. I mean, if you look it up online and stuff, it'll say like around a million and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, pretty small. Yeah, that's not a lot of people, man. Like, there's not people here complain about the traffic, but there really isn't traffic. Yeah, and the tra- and the traffic they keep blaming it on people moving from California. The traffic yeah. is caused because Austin drivers can't drive. Oh, the worst, the like how- worst ever. All right, okay. so you're you're talking to people who are used to LA drivers, and you're saying it's yeah. worse than that. What do you mean? No, it's it's because they they're clueless. It's not that they're bad because they do stupid shit. It's yeah. that they're very clueless about what that they're in a car. They're like, am I driving <laughs> right now? <laughs> it's, it's Texas time. Texas time. I'll give really? you an example. Imagine there's four lanes in the freeway and you've got three Honda Odyssey minivans blocking <laughs> three lanes from the right toward the left. The left lane has nobody in it, but there's this one guy in a pickup truck driving five miles under the speed limit in the left lane and doesn't move over to let him pass. Mm. That's a very how, real scenario. That's a very real scenario. That happens every day to me when I commute to and from work. It drives me nuts. You know what, though? It's the... Te- it's Just the no te- one's in a rush? Is, is that the idea? Yeah, nobody they don't knows. know they're driving. They, they don't know they're in a car, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> one hand texting and the other hand eating a rack of ribs. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's waiting eight hours for this. If you guys come visit, I'll take you. Once they get out of a car, they are awesome and very nice, though. Yeah, everybody's really awesome and nice once they're out of a car. It's when they get in a car that that's when the problems start to happen. Just just lose their shit. Wait, what types of people am I expecting? Is it pretty diverse and nice, Austin? White people. A a lot of. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't asking specifically. But it's, it's about sure. 95% hipster and 5% everyone else. White oh, people. <laughs> if you want to date a guy that doesn't have a beard, forget it. Wow. <laughs> well, Visa, like, how's dating life over there then? <laughs> like, what's the difference? What's the main weird okay. thing that, that, that stands out from Texas to California? A lot of guys here, their main hobbies are fishing and hunting. Okay. Sounds very manly. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's just different. It's more, uh, well, you know what? They're nicer. Oh. They're not like, uh, Larry over there. Well, especially where we used to live, like over in Studio City, everybody over there was pretentious and, um, you know, they're either an actor or they're an entertainer. Like a big break in the, in the industry. Actor or waiter. Yeah, so yeah. I got, you know, when you go out over there, you hear a lot of stories about them and, uh, oh my God. You know, I hear everybody's a little bit more real, so you, you kind of find out how many uh, maybe pairs of uh, skin-tight shorts they own and uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> what kind of indie bands they're into. But, yeah, it's, everybody here is generally nicer. The guys are nicer here. Okay. 
And uh, I guess we'll ask the gentleman, how's the dating life for you guys over there in Austin? Honestly, I, so I grew up in Miami. Dating's <laughs> yeah, the worst in Miami. It's probably the worst place in the country for dating. It really is. Um, What's the main reason? Just the same reason Pisa was talking about? Or what? There's uh, opportunity uh, everywhere. Not, uh, not, wait, you mean in Miami? or In Miami, Miami yeah. What specifically made it with the worst? Women are really pretentious and super yeah. gold diggers in Miami. I don't care who hates me for saying that. I grew up there. I know what I'm talking about. Unless you drive like a Ferrari or own a condo in Ball Harbor or Sunny Isles Beach or something, mm. they're not even going to look at you twice. And when I say they don't look at you twice, they would literally like suck their teeth at you and walk away. Damn. Yeah. Like they don't mess around. It's visual. At least in L.A., you do meet some women like that, but they're not, like, you know, biatches about it. Yeah. They're a little bit more – they got better manners. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll just let you know they're not interested, but, like, in a nice way or whatever, talk to you for a bit, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Austin is probably the best place I've ever been to for dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was kind of tough at first when I moved here, and sorry for hogging up airtime, but – uh, it was um, it it was really weird at first. I had to get used to it because women were really nice, so nice that I felt like I was in an episode of the Truman Show. <laughs> I was just like, "What is going on here? I can't get a read on any women." Or yeah, what what the? So it took me a while. Once I got used to it, I realized um, that women here just have like, I don't know if you want to call it like Southern charm or Southern manners or something like mm. that, Southern hospitality, but. Mm. Women in Austin are actually pretty cool. They're really nice uh, for the most part. And that goes across the board for everybody. You could be at a Starbucks and whoever's the person serving you treats you really good. Like, mm. they'll say, how are you doing? And they'll t- they'll ask you, like, how was your day? And they're not just reading the script. Like, they literally sit there and wait for an answer. And they want a small talk and stuff. Sometimes it gets annoying because you're, like, at the grocery store. You're just trying to get stuff and go. And they want to sit there and talk about what they did last weekend. Yeah, 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 which is nice and all, but um, <laughs> yeah, as soon as you realize you're not getting it, you want out. <laughs> <laughs> is that what yeah, you yeah, mean? yeah. Can I just have my cappuccino, please? Yeah, no, no, but um, no, I think it's uh, I think for single uh, guys, I guess for girls too, it sounds like Visa agrees with that, but for single guys, it's, a, it's an awesome city. Like, uh, there's a lot of single uh, women here, and the cool thing is that. Um, women in Austin have their stuff together. They have their shit together. Mm-hmm. So if they're not like in college going for like some crazy like advanced degree, they've yeah. already got their shit together. They have a career. They take, they got their stuff figured out. They don't need like a sugar daddy or anything like that. Like right. girls in LA, especially Miami. So I've had a positive experience and I've been here two years. Mm-hmm. So that's my take on it. So Do you, you feel like a lot of? I'm brand new, so first thing I did was like move in. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what Tinder has going on, right? Oh man! Like, <laughs> I, I look at Tinder and like a good portion of the profiles are like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. He's totally cool, but if you still want to meet up, we'd love to meet you. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to meet you. <laughs> yeah. you we would meet? love to meet you. 
That's a tag team. I think that's one of those situations where you wake up the next day in a bathtub full of ice. (laughs) There's there's a lot lot of that. A lot. At least Tinder said so. Tinder said (laughs) And that's the truth. So people are very open and free here. Yeah, yeah, seems like it. Do you so, get, like in Austin? Do you guys find a lot of people who grew up in Austin, or a lot of out of towners like yourselves? And if that has any influence on the type of people you guys are meeting, a lot I think of most people, here grew most up people here. are from here, right? Yeah. That's that's what I've I've met so far, like Uber drivers and stuff like that. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm from here." Basically, I don't know, but you guys. I think the, the closer you get to downtown, the more. Uh, people are not from here. Mm-hmm. Like in, when, in the suburbs, people, more people tend to be from here. Right. That's true. So when you go out, I like when I go out downtown, I always meet people who are from other places, mainly the East Coast. I don't know why they say everybody here is from California because most of the people I've met are from New York or Connecticut, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Now that you pointed out, that's true. I noticed that as well. There's a lot of people from like Boston, Baltimore, uh, Delaware, Northeast, definitely a lot, um, and surrounding areas like in the South. Like, there's a lot of people here from like Louisiana, Kansas, Oklahoma, places like that. Yeah, because if I meet someone from California, especially LA, you're like, oh, hey, you know, and then you reminisce, but that hardly ever happens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the are only those people guys in California are work. Oh, oh. Well, well, you guys all work together. That's fine. <laughs> You're from California too, Lisa. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> well, is it pretty obvious when you meet people and they're from out of town or from another city, or is it pretty yeah. distinguishable, or is just there's a certain type of people that you can tell that it's from Austin and. Makes up, I, I honestly, I can't tell to be on. Everyone's really nice here, even people from out of town. Sometimes right. I'm surprised when I meet somebody from out of town that stereotypically I would have expected them to be a douche, mm-hmm. but they're not, and they're just as cool as anyone else from Austin. I so I can't tell. Like me, but there, there is That's a, a compliment to you, Alden. <laughs> <laughs> Leo thought you were a douche, but. Yeah, pretty cool. Tisa, you were gonna jump in. Oh, I was just gonna say that um, it's got an interesting mix. The people of like Western culture, like cowboys, it's not uncommon to see someone with a cowboy hat and carrying, like, or just carrying. And then you you know mixed in with the tech people, mixed in with the hipster people. It's like everybody goes to the same places. Did you say carrying, as in like carrying firearms? Carrying a gun. Yeah. Where have you the, seen? Usually, the people seen... that carry a gun also have like the the little holder for their cell phones and the same thing. <laughs> it's usually the same person. Yeah. So, <laughs> and they miss. <laughs> do they ever miss grab? Is like, oh, can I, I have your cell phone? Oh, sorry, dude. Oh, I always see I'm sporting. Didn't a mean to pull a gun phone. on you. That's so pockets, you know. I've been here for two years. I have not seen a single person wearing a cowboy hat and a gun. Really? Not yet. Pops, except for like. Because you're too busy looking at the chicks. Ooh. Or Leo's hanging out the boring bars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I kind of find out where these people are. I have to ask because I know I've talked to you guys individually about this, 
but maybe we can devote some time to exploring the California curse in Texas. Now, we lightly went over the idea of like, oh, you know, don't say you're from California when you talk to the Texans because they think you're out there causing traffic jams and driving up their home prices. Do any of you guys have personal experience with the California curse? Nope. No one's no one's mm-hmm. giving me any. Well, it doesn't exist, huh? <laughs> According yeah. to Game Dev Unchained. No, Myth I, I busted. Do no, I do know people that have had weird experiences with um, – with people giving them shit about being from California. But me personally, I haven't had anyone say anything or, or insult me because of that or anything like that. So it's well, good to hear. I have like, when, like if I meet somebody, maybe they're kidding with me when I tell them I'm from LA, they're like, Oh, you're one of those, but you know, they're only playing. They're not serious about it. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Surely we're kidding. <laughs> sure they're kidding. <laughs> well, like, always, especially at your company, right? You guys are working with a lot of Spark Unlimited alumni. Um, JP's over there. JP's yeah. over there, right? Yeah. Is there anyone else that we know who's over there? Just you, you four, right? Us, yeah. Eric's out here too, but he's at Arcane. He's at Arcane. Arcane. All right. Oh, Arcane's over there too. Yeah, Scott's over here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole family's over there then. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, is this gonna be like a you guys gonna plant your flag over there? Are you gonna is is this a place that you guys can see permanently over in Texas? Lisa Nothing has missing two more in California years at all. On her ticket, she said four years if you're single, so she's got two more. <laughs> two more years. See, it's all about like the company, like I. You go and you work at a company, and you don't know whether you're going to get laid off in two years after the project's over, or whether you have to start piecing together your portfolio, whether you're going to be first round of layoffs or whatever. Like the company where we're at, they're super smart, and they have like a different uh, like business plan when it comes to, to video games in general. Mm-hmm. Where you work with people that have been there for a decade, twelve mm-hmm. years, stuff like that. We're just rare in our industry like all together it's, it's completely rare to get like people like that yeah. so it, it, it's it's more about like the, the company that, that we're at that allows for the longevity that we all kind of dream for mm-hmm. I think I think that's more the, the case like I, I miss LA like crazy mm-hmm. I really do when you have like an opportunity like this to hey I think I can be here for 10 years yeah. why not you know why not do it <laughs> is that something you're looking forward to like doing like a 10-year tenure like you'd be okay with that i i, I don't know like I, I miss la but like yeah. it's po- it's possible to be here for 10 years and you can't yeah. you can't really deny that when it's impossible anywhere else to do that so you know like it's, it's completely impossible to to be anywhere for like 10 yeah. 12 years i went through that same thing in my first i want to say within my first 10 months i felt the same way alden <laughs> and um and I kind of wanted to move. Well, I really wanted to move back. Mm-hmm. What was uh, your main reason? Is this just like the atmosphere I just, was? I didn't know anybody? Different. I just moved out here because you know, like JP, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. him again, and he sold the company and stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had that opportunity with you guys up at Sledgehammer. I mean, they got pretty pissed off because I called them back and changed my mind. Uh, Amy didn't like that at all. Um, <laughs> I don't know if she's listening to this, but sorry, Amy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amy, sorry. Amy is no longer what? a sledgehammer. 
Yeah, Amy's yeah. not there, so apology uh, accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, ca- I came out here and I didn't know anybody and stuff. And because that thing I told you where it's weird to get used to people in Austin because everyone's so nice, you have that shell that's sort of like armored shell around you where that you use like in cities like Miami and LA and stuff mm-hmm. to kind of defend yourself from like people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, people with agendas. Yeah, exactly. So, so I was, I was kind of apprehensive. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know like how to deal with people in Austin for those first like 10 months. Then when I started to understand what the culture is here, how Austin is, if I had to describe it really quick, it's a uh, laid back city where people get to work. What I mean by that is people have careers in tech, stuff like that. You know, people graduate from UT. Um, they do cool stuff, but they know how to like be laid back. They're not working on the weekends. They're out on the river paddle boarding. Like Fisa said, they're hunting and fishing. They're tubing on the rivers, you know, doing barbecues either at home or going to like a place like Franklin tailgating and stuff like People know how to relax and in other cities like L.A. Uh, and I guess New York, maybe people yeah. are just like it's like a rat race, like all the time. Everyone's on trying to hustle. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a hustle. That's what describes a city like L.A. is hustle. Yeah. Here it's laid back. Well, we can totally see that because right on cue, Alden takes a sip from his wine full of fruits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At 12 midnight over there. <laughs> It's full pinky out and everything. Where's the cigar? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, um, there, there's a lot of great companies out there, uh, but the fact is, even if it's a great company, it's not the area itself doesn't really suffice for you to live there and enjoy that great company in in that way. Like, the, either the rent is too high, um, cost of living is just impossible. Come uh, San Francisco. Leo uh, people are assholes, so <laughs> it's like it, it's very difficult to uh, to get situated at a place that doesn't really allow you to, like even if the place is great. Yeah. So it's kind of refreshing to hear, like Texas. It sounds like everything's pretty cool over there. You can buy your own house. People are nice. No, Austin, not Texas. Austin. Austin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's different. No, it is, man. Like you guys are just one big blob over there for me. <laughs> It's like that's Texas. It's like not, it's, it's there's the, New York over there. Yeah. yeah. So is there? Um, hello. It yeah. is really weird when you when you're working and you get to go home at six every day. Right. You're used to going home from work at like nine or ten o'clock at night because it's like I'm gonna have to make dinner. How do I do that? And then. <laughs> <laughs> like Leo was saying, I remember, you know, being in LA and my friends that aren't in the game industry wanting to do happy hour or go to like uh, those Santa Monica, like the pier that mm-hmm. see the bands on the pier and stuff, you know. And so then now I have the time to do that, but I live out here instead of there. Mm-hmm. So that was frustrating to me at first. I'm like, dang it, now I can hang out with my friends, but I don't, I don't live anywhere huh? near them. Oh, wait, yeah, I don't live. <laughs> need to build a beach. Build a beach. What do you guys do? So, so is it usually downtown, waiting in eight-hour lines? Uh, what, what do you guys do <laughs> for fun? <laughs> in tech, like what's what's 
what's awesome in Austin that everyone seems to be doing that to pass the time because I'm, I'm I, I grew up around the beach and that kind of setting for so long so you'd hate it here really well, so there's a no. lake culture there's a lake culture here it's like Leo hates it yeah there's there's people who own boats and, and they're out on the lake all summer long mm-hmm. and, and, and if, you have, if you have a house your community's gonna have a pool right so you, have or you can afford a house <laughs> yeah, that has a lake. yeah. <laughs> like visa over there <laughs> i have four pools but they all, they are all full. Jeez. They're all inside her living room. <laughs> oh, man. I I seriously am considering, like, going to LinkedIn right now to be like, well, let me just check and see who's in Austin. This hey, would Dude, Larry be okay in Austin? You're free to visit Damn. <laughs> I got to ask. No, just go ahead and I, just. Hey, I, I feel okay here. I feel okay. okay. All right. Because Visa did say ninety percent of a dominant color, so yeah. <laughs> I mean that's three Latinos right here speaking. All right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, this is all. Look at this. No white people in our little group here. <laughs> so let's just say you better watch. If this group is shot by a cop. If this group went out to get oh. some barbecue, would we? <laughs> would we be okay? Which, which, which person would get pulled over first? <laughs> out of this group this is okay we you know we should have had eric on the podcast just so that all you know what i mean oh, we cool. represent everybody yeah. eric is our friend from spark who was caucasian so yeah yeah not that we've excluded yeah. white people no i have right, the disclaimer because like people listen to this podcast and i don't want to have to explain i don't want to have to explain shit i want people to listen to the podcast <laughs> and just enjoy it White people, yeah. you're beloved. You're more than welcome on the podcast anytime. Yeah. Okay. Now that that's out of the way. Yeah, it's definitely the number one thing I think about when I go to Texas or Austin. Well, I was. It seems like Austin. There's a lot of Asian people here. A lot of Vietnamese, right? There are. Yeah, man. Chinese. There's Chinese. <laughs> Leo sounds like he's complaining. It, it's <laughs> to me, dude. No, it, it really surprised me. I yeah, like, they are. Now that you mention it, yeah. Oh, he went straight to traffic. <laughs> oh, Brandon. It's all right. Let's he says, first thing, it's the first thing I look out for. Uh, no, there's actually, at least Austin, there's um pretty good community. Huge Asian community with lots of really actually pretty good Asian restaurants and stuff, Vietnamese places. <laughs> Huh? Didn't expect it here. <laughs> I thought I this, escaped. There's a great Asian community. We got the Chinese buffet. We got the sushi yeah. restaurant. <laughs> we, hey, we, we got the Colombian. <laughs> I know of at least like three panda experiences. <laughs> uh, oh, I shouldn't be laughing this hard. It's all his favorites. Uh, Oh, Leo, thank you so much for that, man. That there is cool. a P.F. Chang's cafeteria inside the Capitol building. <laughs> okay, um, where is the best place to buy a house if you want to live in Austin? 
Now, yeah. Fisa, don't be partial to your area. Like, what is the name of, like, the nicest, the best area? And how much under 200000 does it cost to get in there? <laughs> oh, I know. It's the it's the the west. No, the east side. Okay. Like, um, there's an area called, like, Pflugerville. Mm-hmm. Pflugerville. Yeah, Wait. Pflugerville. Yeah. But yeah, I, I went over to a friend's house. That, actually, he got a house for a little over two hundred, a brand new three bedroom house for a little over two hundred over there. Yeah, how many square footage is that? I think like seventeen hundred square feet. <laughs> Wait, Larry was your... like how much I paid for rent last year in San Francisco. <laughs> Larry, was your question like where's the uh, the most upscale, like best neighborhood to buy a house? Where's the cheapest? No, well, so he, I think he's the, just asking. Under two hundred thousand yeah. was just the joke because of so, how, the disparity between how much it yeah. costs to get a place here. Like I wanted to know what was the nicest place. Plus, uh, like realistically, you know, as a game developer, if I'm going over there, like what what can I buy? You know, yeah. on a on a salary that senior level, mid level salary. You know, like we're um, they're like yeah, it's gonna be the outskirts. The, the weird thing is the closer you move to downtown, the more the houses are L.A. prices. Like, they exponentially go up. Okay, yeah, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, downtown's expensive. Yeah, that's like every downtown, though. I think, like, all the suburbs, or most of the suburbs in uh, in Austin, well, not most, many suburbs in Austin are, mm-hmm. are pretty affordable okay. for someone coming from L.A. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. How kid friendly would you say uh, Austin is for game developers? Uh, I, I none of you guys have kids that we know of, but you know what are the schools looking like? What are the high schools, middle schools? Any info on that at all for some of the listeners? I don't know. Theo, obviously. <laughs> I sold my kids a long time ago. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, you know, like, are there a lot of options for different schools at the same level, or like, what are no, we talking about? So, are you talking about Texas? I know, I know, Austin has like the top, I think three, like three of the top five school districts in the country right. are in Austin, like North Austin, like Cedar Park, Round Rock. That's why property taxes are actually pretty high up there because. As the school districts, my understanding is as the school districts have a higher, like, better rating, mm-hmm. um, the taxes, I think, go up. I think Issa would probably know more about that since she knows all about the home ownership and taxes and stuff. I know there's a lot of little kids up here, but it's cool. They play, uh, they play in the street up here. I've never, I haven't seen that in uh, forever. Like, when I come home from work, I'll be like... Uh, my next door neighbors have two sons and they have like a little basketball court, little hoops set up in the street and they're playing right there. So I have to like be super careful when I'm driving in to not hit them because they're right there. But it's cool that I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, it reminds you know? us of our childhood, right? Yeah. Car. You got to get out of the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, parents are, they, the parents aren't out there helicoptering them. The parents are like, I don't know where they are, but the kids are just out there doing their own thing. Getting mm-hmm. drunk on twenty-five dollar booze. <laughs> <laughs> what is the drink of choice if you're in Austin, Texas? Pearl Snap. Pearl Snap. Shinerbach. Shinerbach. Okay, I know Shinerbach. Yeah. Alden says none. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Wine. That's Wine. For, for um. For, for like. Oh, the Mexican mar- martini. 
Uh-oh. What is that? What's the Mexican martini? I think it's a it's a martini, but they put tequila in it instead of the vermouth. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty good. Instead of an olive, they put a little burrito. <laughs> oh man. To have a snack. It helps so you don't get as drunk quicker. <laughs> oh god. You know what? Alden, Alden laughed first. If we go back and rewind the video, Alden was the <laughs> yeah. first one to laugh. Yeah. So it's okay. It's okay now. Else laugh. That's my Twitter feed that's gonna get all this stuff. <laughs> Alvin. You know, I have to say, I missed Alden's laugh when uh, he started with us. I was like, oh, yeah, it's back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alden has a signature laugh. Like, when he laughs heartily, oh, it's, it's good. <laughs> Him and Brandon, actually. Brandon has the same. Yeah, I like Brandon's laugh. Mine's a hyena laugh. <laughs> I think, Do I you should... guys all work in the same vicinity, like, uh, area while uh, building and stuff, or what? Yeah, closer. Same building. I think I'm on a different project though than these guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the better project. <laughs> Leo and I weren't even on the same. We weren't even in the same room like until like four months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. They moved this into the same closet a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> My best memories was with you guys in that closet, man, in that little corner that we had. That was fun. That was the, seriously my funnest moments, just laughing it up. There were people napping in, like, hallways. Damn. I remember that. You got, wait, I got one for you. You guys remember that wedding photo? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, we never did figure Larry, out. Larry, you were mad. You were, you uh, were straight it, up it, mad. I was, yeah, it, it, got, it got me. Does anyone have a, a copy of that still? Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's on Facebook or Instagram it somewhere. Was, I think Larry burned it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. You now that it's, now that it's in the <laughs> yeah. past, that you gotta explain to the audience what it was. It was it's probably like Photoshop one torn in half somewhere in that dead office. It was. Uh, yeah. These guys treated Brandon and I to a special commemoration of bromance wedding photo. <laughs> they took a photo that Brandon and I were at our, our friend's wedding, and then photoshopped me holding Brandon from behind. And it was clean. Like, you couldn't see the seams or nothing. It was so Leave bad. it to the artist to put it But then, you know, ha, 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 like, right? Like, we put it on your desk, Larry. And then Larry goes into the kitchen to get a drink, and it's on the refrigerator. <laughs> then Larry goes to the bathroom, and it's on the other side of the stall. Then it's next to the fire alarm. The stall was the best one. Oh, man. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. And this is, like, at Spark. Like, what were we? Like, 100. 1,520 people at the time. Yeah. Man, we were at the peak. <laughs> it don't get no worse than that. Before we crashed and burned. That oh, was pretty man. good. Good times. Good times. That was fun times. That was the funnest studio. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a good mix of people for sure, yeah. Even though we crunched a lot, I didn't really mind it. It was almost like going just hanging out with your friends and stuff. Yeah. We were doing good work. I liked like the artwork we were doing. I, yeah. I, I uh, yeah, the work was pretty fun. The art was cool. Mark the killed it. <laughs> what? Oh, the design. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know what was going on over there. <laughs> don't look at me. I got compliments on the shit that I did. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot too. Larry was one of the multiplayer characters. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. That was my first big Hollywood. You're, Actually, you know what? Fuck it. You're, oh, what's he? You get it. Does he have like the costume, like the cosplay version? <laughs> Go get the, the couple. I keep it. That's awesome. Did you get that? That's awesome. So Larry just held up a picture of him as a game avatar in uh, Lost Planet. Maybe nice. I'll, I'll put that as one of the pictures for the podcast. Yeah, you should put it, yeah, you should put it up. That is yeah. cool. That's just like your profile picture on everything from now on. Dude, I, I well, you're someone. the only one as a game character. I don't think any of us became a game character. Yeah. That was, I forgot how that went down. It was just because I was cool with Dan Smith, and we were mm. behind on character art. And they're like, yo, Larry, can we just scan you real quick to just be this, like, <laughs> badass, what was he? He was, like, a security guard. <laughs> yeah. Larry, Most this, baddest is the, ass this, this is the future. Guard. Right, like Space racial studio. racial relations has gone so far. So what we need you to do is play the security guard. <laughs> In the future. In the future. If all these sci-fi characters, I have his character. Uh, of all the jobs, all the jobs, right? Like you know, not We're now engineer, space, not galaxy It's all it's all the jokes. I was so happy to have that shit. I'm not even gonna lie. I still keep this around for that very awesome. thing. Not, not a lot of people. You know what's funny is. Larry well, always finds himself in the game. We had our rap parties, and we saw like the guys from who played the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're standing that was right next to right. Yeah, yeah. That was a disappointing. <laughs> remember that whole. <laughs> well, remember that whole uproar within the studio when they changed the the main character's face as the real actor's face. Yeah. And it was the funniest yeah. thing to me because we're shitting on this guy. Everyone was upset because it was like, man, this main character is so much uglier. And I was like, this is a real guy's face. He's probably in the next room right now. Yeah, they get some ZBrush on him, though. They did him up right. They cleaned him yeah. up. Gave him a nose job. Cleaned him up. Wow. Give him some chin. This guy's probably being an actor and everything, and everyone's like making fun of his virtual face. Do you think that game killed his career? Or do you think he's doing good? You know what? He's doing, I think he's Dude, doing great as a waiter. I mean, no. I saw him in a movie. Which movie? Nice. Uh, Steven Seagal's latest movie. <laughs> Netflix. The Breaking he's Point. He's got a great voice. Steven Seagal on USA. <laughs> what did you say? Breaking Point? I said The Breaking Point. Like, you know, some straight to DVD <laughs> name. <laughs> the Breaking Point. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! Yeah, that's yeah. Man. They, oh man! <laughs> Shit, it's so good to talk to you guys again. Uh, so I guess I'll ask one last question about Austin, Texas, and then I'll I'll pass it away. Um, what's the likelihood that five years from now any of you guys will still be there? Percentage. That's your a hard question listening. to ask. That's a hard. Your, your bosses are I, listening. I'll say it's it's relatively high. Just. Cost of living, longevity of a job, like there's that no state tax. I can't keep saying enough about it. When you get a paycheck <laughs> and it's like that much more in your paycheck, it's like getting a raise that's like crazy, basically. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I miss LA, but I, the longevity and the, the cost of living kind of 
gets me cracked down here pretty pretty bad. Especially if I want to like start a family or anything like that. You know? yeah. Feel more stable. Yeah. You you can save money here, which mm-hmm. is which is odd to say coming from LA. Like you can't mm. save. Money there. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, I'd say it's fifty fifty. That's fair. Really depends on what the future holds, man. And uh, I'm, I'm the type of person that likes change. I don't run away from change. I actually like it. I actually get mm. bored with the same thing mm-hmm. over. But um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really like Austin. Austin's really nice. It's got a lot of positives. I can't really think of many cons mm. in Austin. And if I do, they're not as, like, they don't match up with the positives. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have, like, a, a negative thing on one end of the spectrum and a positive thing on the Everything is either positive, and if it's negative, it's, like, a 1 out of 10 or 2 out of 10. It's not mm-hmm. like a deal breaker or anything, so... I don't know. I, I like. I could see myself living here for a while, but um, West Coast is nice too. Uh, I got a chance to visit Seattle last year. I thought it was really nice. You like Crazy. Seattle? Crazy. So one day up in the Northwest, uh, some good studios up there. Some good stuff going on up there. Coming from a guy who who lived by the beach a lot, you, Seattle didn't bother you with the weather and stuff. I was only there for a few days, and it was a really nice few days. So. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I heard it's really uh, rainy over there. Uh, have you been there? Like, have you? Yeah. Was it raining the whole time you were there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. I mean, I, Seattle is just one of those other meccas for game dev, too, which yeah. is also a great place for them. But, yeah, SoCal. I'll always love SoCal. Mm-hmm. I totally see myself uh, at some point going back there. Um, but I also see Austin as a place like hub that I could always come back to if I ever did leave. So mm-hmm. yep, wherever the wind takes me, that's my answer. Lisa, how are you, how are you feeling? Oh, um, you go work on your, your buying your second house over there, or <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends. It depends. I mean, I've bounced from here before, so if, if some kind of awesome project came my way, I'm not going to turn it down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if if I also met, like, Mr. Wright here and he wanted me to stay here, maybe, you know, I would make that happen, too. So, oh. I, I don't know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not tied down, so Game I can, dev. like... <laughs> Game Dev Unchained first. Peace oh, <laughs> we are We're going to have start. Mr. Wright Knocking on your doorstep tomorrow morning. Yeah. Show based on game devs dating. Just <laughs> <laughs> put them in like weird situations. Make them like, like ask a chick out in the middle of the bus, or ask a guy out who's holding. I love, a I love how he he says a chick like that's you already know it's going downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Pisa! You know I got to give you credit. You you've held it together the whole episode. All this talk about women, chicks, and like you know <laughs> stuff that they do. I sit next to that guy every day. I know. You're immune to the poison now, and I'm not calling Leo yeah. out. I'm actually like making a reflection of the the whole entire industry. You know, uh, yeah, this is pretty much the whole industry right now. Right? <laughs> what, what's the what's the percentage over at the company from 
boys to girls. It's weird. there's actually a lot of women, a lot of women at our, at our work, which is nice to see. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, <laughs> no, and no. It's, it's, really that's is. the first time I saw Alden serious. He <laughs> suddenly turned serious. And I was gonna. Say, and at this studio, they're all talented. Mmm. Very true. Very true. Oh, that's more to you that later. Say it like like that's not normal, Tisa. No, it's not normal. <laughs> you think? <laughs> what? You think women get by with just being women? Uh, yeah. Well, there's eye candy, right, at the studios. You elaborate. Don't do it, Pizza. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not going to. I'm just saying. Gate Volume Two. Yeah. I work with we. There's a lot of good women at our studio. I, I am. I'm proud to be working with them. Yeah. Awesome. No, it's true. It's true. Agree. The studio has, um, even though the majority are men, yeah. uh, the majority of people at our studio. And this is just a, a fact statistics i'm not trying to say anything positive or negative uh majority of the people in our studio are white men mm-hmm. um very few minorities like overall whether they're male or female very few minorities and um women i don't know what do you think these women make up less than 10 percent in our studio yeah, we're just talking about the devs, like the the devs, not not any of oh. HR or anything. Oh no, not HR. Just yeah, yeah. I would say maybe uh, ten. Yeah, about ten percent. Yeah, ten percent being like about 10, 20 people, 10, 30 people. Uh, how big is your company? Oh no, there's probably about fifteen or sixteen of us. Hmm. Uh, that is a lot, actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, it's it's not a lot if it's just ten percent of the overall, you know what I mean? But oh, yeah, it's still a minority, but, like, that's pretty much all the women I've worked with in my whole career. <laughs> in that's, one group. that's how I felt, too. Yeah, unless uh, you have a 10-person company, that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and when I, I worked at EverQuest, we had a lot of women working there. Same, probably same number. What's Do you funny? see it growing? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Leo. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I, I joke around a lot, and, and I'll throw, like, you know, feminist jokes and stuff like that, but just playing around. And I only do it with the, you know, the females that have a sense of humor and they get it. And stuff. <laughs> but, um, but in all honesty, I don't know. I gotta think- go. <laughs> this guy's awesome. <laughs> so good. No, I, don't, I don't really think about it. I just, to me, um, whoever I'm working with is a game developer who yeah. happens to be, uh, Vietnamese, or happens to be a woman, or happens to be whatever you know. They could be transgender, or whatever. Uh, it's a game developer who happens to be wearing a green shirt. It's like, who cares? Yeah, I don't right, even yeah. think about that. Perfect. That's, That's yeah, perfect. Man. This is actually yeah. how it should be. I subscribe yeah. to that, camp. Yeah, but we do. There, there are a lot of women, a lot more women in this studio than there are, I think, in the average game studio. I'm um, sure. I don't think it's an Austin thing. I think it's just this company. Well, especially since we work on first-person shooters. It's like a... Because I've worked at places where I've I've worked on kids' games and there's women there, and I've worked on fantasy games and there's women there. First-person shooters, this is different for me. Well, based on genre and everything, do you feel like over the years, do you feel like an increase in female developers coming online to work on these different type of games? Yeah, well, yeah, mainly be, yeah these younger people mainly because it's socially acceptable mm. for girls. Like when I I don't know when I was a kid in the seventies, 
if you were a girl that liked that stuff, you were like, there was something wrong with your sexual orientation. Now it's totally okay. You know, you have a generation of girls that have grown up where it's totally okay to be like, to like what you want to like. And then Mm -hmm. they they come into this industry because they're, you know, because they're genuinely, uh, you know, they were raised on things and they like it. So it's cool to see, it's cool to see that like a, a larger wave coming in. Man, I wonder how many girls the game industry actually missed out on because they were like pushed away or you know too worried about like a stigma to to go for it. I think it's just the way you're. I think it's just the way you're raised. Like when you're younger, it's it's kind of like uh, your interests are kind of formed by the time you're in high school, you know, and uh, you know then you go to college and you go to college for what you're interested in and what you've been raised to be interested in. Mm-hmm. And that's what you go into. All right. Well, guys, um, I have to say this first. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to be a part of this roundtable with you guys. And I hope somehow, some way down the line, we can do more stuff like this because I had an absolute blast. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Seriously. Maybe next time each person should have a beer with them in front of them or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wear a cowboy and throw a the gun around. <laughs> I think Leo managed to offend almost everybody. <laughs> so check that off. This podcast. I'm just going to shoot Sky Bright in the face. <laughs> Microsoft got one. Vietnamese people got one. Females oh, got one. I have Females one. got one. You guys. What's up? When are you guys going to come visit Austin? Yeah. I'm, I'm coming in 2017. All my trips for this year are pretty much well, booked, but 2017 is wild. Are there huge game events over there? Maybe that's an opportunity. Income, like what? Um, they Income. have Pack South in San Antonio, which is pretty big. A lot of people show up to that. Okay. South by South. I don't know. I don't know how many, but maybe around 10,000 ish. I want to say. Mm-hmm. All right. It could be more. I don't really. I'm throwing out a number out there, but it's pretty big. Um. Rooster Teeth has been doing their RTX event, which has been getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. uh, here in downtown Austin. Is usually mm-hmm. they throw it. I didn't go to this one. Fisa, did you go to this RTX? I only went to the party. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I didn't go to the convention, so I can't speak from firsthand experience. But I do know that a lot of people from the local game development community go, both professionals, students, hobbyists, indie devs. They all kind of go to Rooster Teeth, and then um, what else is there? Um, There's the the uh, the media part of South by Southwest. Maybe not necessarily for games. But I've had other friends come here for. How could I forget for about South by Southwest? It like shuts the whole city down. <laughs> Oops, sorry, I forgot about that. Well, that's the, like uh, overall media, not just games. Yeah, yeah, it's the week before the music fest. Yeah, I've had a. Like some of my friends in the car industry who are who do like the the UI and stuff, they come out here, uh, and they've told me they've been blown away by the convention and that they want to come back for it. So that would be a good one to come to. Yeah. The interact, uh-huh. I think that's what it is. Southwest interact. It's, it's as big. No, I think it's bigger than E3 in terms of the volume of people. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because it covers so many different um, industries, music just technology in general it may not have to do anything with games but just technology and mm-hmm. then also games 
and then tons of other little kind of mini events that people throw kind of tethered to that. Just come to Austin. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Larry and I will definitely hit you guys up eight hours before. Yeah. And then yeah, you, you guys can line up for the barbecue. And then by the time we land, we can get in there, right? Yeah, just yes. set, set 12 hours aside for that. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry... Uh, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure, guys. Miss you all. Love you all. And thank you very much for listening to the Game Dev Unchained podcast. I'm Larry. Good night. This is Brandon Fam. I'm out. You guys say something. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. This was a lot of fun. Let's do it again soon. All right. Get out of our chat room. All right. Uh, Good night, partners. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.